terrorist her fingers team terror listeners uh this is emily uh while your terror team is hard at work on season two we have some recordings for you these things are a little less edited uh, a little more unfiltered and just different kinds of stories we want to make sure that we keep scaring you while we're off like reading books and stuff for research so here's our first one um come on over to our instagram or twitter and tell us what you think of these in-betweeners if you really like them we'll do more and if you don't like them so much don't worry me and john will be back soon uh and as always rate review subscribe tell a friend this really helps us a lot see you next time Uh, hello, it's Emily. I'm here with another Jennifer, Jen. <laughs> another Jennifer E. <laughs> another Jennifer E that I also went to grad school with who knows the normal, the regular. regular. Even that feels a little, yeah, you know. the usual Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Jen. Do you want to say some things before we get into our terror, our terroring, terror, terrorization? Of meat, of meat sacks. Of I meat sacks. I think that's a good thing for people to know going into this. It's a lot of meat sack talk. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, what would be helpful to share about myself? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you wish. Uh, you don't have to. That's okay. I mean, yeah, I teach people. Yeah, also a teacher. I also teach people. We talk about less. that a lot. Yeah. It can be terrifying. Yeah, I mean, that's another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right. Thank you. Let's get into it. Our obsessive dead file is watching. Um, You can't move now. Oh, God. Okay. So, most of those stories are just, you know, like... There's a ghost and it watches me poop. Like I mean, like right, you know, <laughs> the ghost hangs out in the bathroom or like is touching. Right, I mean, and there's some that are sad because it like it turns out to be like oh, it's all about ghosts. Dead yeah, files. right. So okay. it's a retired New York City homicide detective and a medium. Oh my right, god, who works separately. So the medium, right? She's going through the house, like seeing and like communicating figuring out what the activity is while he's looking up like, like the history history and like do they get into it. like sassy debates but they're friends um they really never as much debate it's more like she starts describing her walk and he he gets this look on his face and he's like it's funny you should say that <laughs> uh, during my research right and then he like pulls out this yeah. whatever right and so there's also a lot where it's like this was native american land there's like massacre um all of america i know i was like, yeah. so, like literally probably that's everybody at least civil war stuff i used um, to i watched this show i don't think it was on very long i'm pretty sure it was called dual survival but it was two like wilderness survival experts like they make bear girls look like a girl scout level of like <laughs> but one was like this crazy hippie who like lived in arizona and never wore shoes like lived in like a dugout house like back to the earth very like all natural and then the other was like this hardcore like ex-marine redneck and the show was just the two of them being dropped into these various climates and talking about how to survive and like yeah like sassy bickering and it was so funny but they were so like sweet and like 
clearly liked each other's friendship, even though, and, like, it kind of had this air of, like, they really became good friends and, like, respected each other. But you could tell they were surprised that that's how it yeah. turned out, well, you mean- which made it really nice. And, yeah. like, one time they were in, like, like the bayous, and the redneck guy was like, I'm going to get us a gator for dinner. And the other guy got so mad. He's like, you don't, like, go after something that can kill you. And, like, he got really upset and was just like, I can't believe you would do that. And, like, you know, you really could have hurt yourself. And, like, I oh, think the other guy really was nice. like... I don't remember he said I'm sorry, but you could tell he was kind of like, oh, okay, you're right, yeah. yeah. And and I think the um, the hippie guy always builds shelter, like, you gotta have shelter. And the other guy usually tries to hunt something, and then it's just, it's so cute. But that's what I'm picturing right now. Yeah. But with ghosts and murder. I mean, basically, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, like, basically. <laughs> ghost, I mean, just, <laughs> ghost watches you poop. <laughs> Those are my favorites. Those are cat about. ghosts. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, oh, that's really, like, uncomfortable. Um, or there's, like, this weird, like, sexual touching that people are saying they're getting, and you're just like, oh, my God. Um, I've always said I'd like to be a ghost if I had the option, but only to do like mischievous things, like and like someone sets a beer down and you move yeah, it like or drink it, like, or like they're like we're not like I someone think, keeps afraid, letting cats right? into but, my like, house. Could, somebody like likes to run up, run, you know, like run up and down the stairs and something like that. Um, but there are definitely ones where they're like pushing people down the stairs or stuff like that, right? Um, yeah. But one of them, so it's just it's just really fascinating because it's kind of like on the one hand I'm like, mm, come on, right? But on the other hand, it's like I don't know, like how do we? I don't know. It's just because it's not just like ghosts in the sense that like we think about them, like the way that what she sees and like describes sometimes too. She's talking about these like portals or like walkways where people right do you know cross, it's crazy? and it's not always like people. Yeah. And there's, like, like, shadow people and one time the one that still kind of wears me out this the guy was describing that he would see these um he described it as like you know when you cut the little people out and then it's like the chain mm-hmm. that that's what he saw <gasps> but they weren't like connected but it was like flat two-dimensional flat uh, beings and i don't know why that like that's so terrifying scary i got goosebumps like, what is that you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like it just, It's just really interesting thinking about our conversation earlier, too, about, like, mental illness and, uh-huh. like, you know, there's been some people who say, like, no, people with, like, schizophrenia or some of these other diseases, like, they're not mentally ill, like, they're just seeing... Like, I don't know, like... Yeah. Well, one thing that that reminded me of, um, Kenny Cox, Laura and Kenny. Yeah. Um, we were talking about ghosts one time, and he... he Kenny is, like, this redneck from uh oh where knoxville tennessee Tennessee. knoxville tennessee he's like a chef everybody calls him kenny and he's just like this chill like he's not a redneck but like a southern guy really um i visited them once and we were like downtown and people were like giving out samples of moonshine you know like how they're doing like moonshine as something you can buy and he got really mad and was like that's not moonshine that's sugar water like let me tell you about moonshine like but so he's that's the kind of guy he is but he's really really smart and he just like whips that out every once in a while listeners at home (laughs) but so we were talking about ghosts and he because he like was talking about the house he grew up in was probably Mm -hmm. haunted like the channels would change on the tv Mm -hmm. and 
I think lights would go on and off. Some some really weird like poltergeist type, like poltergeist mm. the movie type stuff. I think he said stuff would move. I can't remember. But I remember he was saying like you'd be watching TV and the channels would mm-hmm. change and you'd tell you go stop it and then it would stop. Um, but he was saying that he he was like well. If there are multiple universes, like parallel worlds or something, that maybe that's just those worlds oh, touching, or yeah. or he was saying like the idea of like an energy being left over from like another and time, and that's what a lot like the, the show talks about too is like right, the role that that energy plays, right, and how much is the person in the mm-hmm. house actually doing that, like whether they've been grieving over, like, the death of, like, their child, like, something like that they're actually, like, creating. They externalize it. Right, they're creating this energy and this problem, and, um... I've heard another interesting idea that it's, um, if you think that time is non-linear, right, like, time's not a string, it's like a pond, but we we can only move through it in one way, but that doesn't mean that other things couldn't, Right. right? right? So that ghosts would be like imperfect nonlinear time, right? Yeah. Like we can't experience time in this other way, but maybe other things can come try and experience us, but we can only perceive it incompletely or something. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I did, have I told you about my ghost stories? No. So the first apartment I lived in, in college in Reno, it was like just a very, very bland, like picture the blandest, most generic apartment building you possibly can (laughs) and you're picturing this correctly like it built in like the 80s or 90s or something so it wasn't like old and spooky but so I had the master bedroom at the end and then there was like the living room kitchen kind of in the middle and there was a hallway and at down the hallway was like a bathroom and then two bedrooms and um my bedroom door I would always sleep with my door closed like you close it and you know how it clicks when like the little thing yeah yeah the little thing that goes in and out is in i don't know <laughs> i'm an engineer describe a lot of things yeah <laughs> doors another uh. one but yeah it like clicks when it's shut all the way right so a cat can't just lean against it and open it um but my door would open in the morning and my roommates weren't doing it and i like it would always be like kind of early morning and i could see if i woke up i could see the handle turn and open yeah and I would I told this story a couple times people were like no because like sometimes you know you have a door that if it doesn't latch all the way you get a draft and it'll open it and one of my friends one night I told him this story and he's like it's a draft and he was like I'll show you and he started like opening and closing the doors and I was like nobody's awake nobody's moving no air is kicking on or off and he couldn't get the door to open yeah and I was like, I can see the handle turn. And then another time I was talking to one of my roommates in the living room about it. And I was like, I think this place is haunted. And he's like, no. And I told him the story. And as we were talking, like sitting in the living room, looking at the door, the door handle turned and opened. And I was like, ha Thank you for doing that for me right now. Yeah. yeah. And it was weird because it always felt like someone was like coming in to check on you. Kind of like how your mom will, you know. Yeah. But it was never scary. It never like, I would always just be like, oh, and like go back to sleep. But one time... I, this is kind of funny because I was like 19 too, because now I'd be like, whatever. But I backed into a parked car and I, you know, I left a note, but I was so upset. Like my car was totally fine, but I like just demolished their like headlight. And so I was just like so angry and so upset. I mean, you would have thought that I had like killed somebody. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I got home and I was just like crying and angry 
and all the doors in the hallway were open and I was so upset and then they just slammed like one by one it was like bam 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 and that was scary that was like I don't want that anymore like no that I was just like and then I think after that there wasn't anything else because I was like no thank you but that's probably the best ghost story but yeah that one was really weird like I think that right gets back to too like how much are we doing that yeah possibly to ourselves like or, I don't know like well and like I travel not anymore but I used to travel with my cats and like with my first cat I would when I first traveled with him I would get really stressed out because I'm like oh the cat's in here and as soon as I started getting stressed out he would get stressed out because he's like well he can tell like my heart rate's going up mm-hmm. and I'm getting agitated and tense so he's like something's wrong right but if I was calm then he would be mm-hmm. calm right so yeah is it something that feeds off of whatever's going on yeah I mean that seems to be like the prevailing idea about ghosts yeah I don't know have you encountered a ghost I don't think so but like it makes you wonder maybe there's a ghost watching you while you poop and you I don't just know. don't I know mean, like, I don't understand I mean you think you'd spend your time differently but the other own, I guess yeah the other thing that I've heard about ghosts have you heard about like the subsonic sound Mm-mm. So I can't re- uh, like this is I should I should like l- like look this up. I think it was on a MythBusters, uh, and I've heard about it on on different podcasts and stuff. But so there's some sounds that humans can't hear, right? Like this is the idea of dog whistles, and there's some frequency that's really low that humans can't hear it. But for, like, a segment of the population, if they're around a subsonic sound, they, so they, you can't, you're not hearing anything auditorily, but your body is still recognizing it, and it will, like, generate, like, physical discomfort and, like, nausea Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, And so, like, some of the things that they think about with ghosts are, like, pipes making that subsonic sound, and... um, I think they produce, like, sensations of being cold. Yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah, a lot of people will talk about, like... Yeah, and so... Walking through... It got really cold, or, like, I walked through... Yeah. This idea... Like, a lot of the show, too, is this idea of, like... Like, a thickness, right, of the air, but mm. not... It's not something that's, you know... Interesting. Like, solid, yeah. but there's some sort of... Like, foggy like indoors. Yeah. to this now that I feel like didn't... I don't remember, like, people used to, to talk about it like that, that you could, like, feel it in that way. Yeah. Um, but so then the idea of, like, mediums or people who are, like, I, I'm sensitive to the other side are people who can register this, like, subsonic sound. Yeah. That's a one... I heard one podcast where that was the theory for Dial of Past. Do you know about that? Oh. Interesting. That there was, like, some sort of... Like, large... Large scale, like sonic boom or subsonic sound that just. But then one of the podcasts I was listening to was talking about, like, that, yeah, it was some sort of like subsonic large boom that was just that those feelings of like fear and like were so sudden that they all freaked out. But they were saying that the percentages, because it was like five people, four people. But the likelihood that all of those people would be responsive to subsonic sound were so small that they're like, no, it can't be that. Yeah. Hmm. We'll probably have to cut that one because 
cut that part out because Dial of Paths is really interesting. It's a whole other. Yeah, it's a whole other yeah. one. Yeah. That's like a lot of, I, most of the editing is just cutting out ums, but sometimes I'll cut stuff out where I'm like, if one of us yeah. will get on this tangent be like, yeah. oh, I want to do an episode on that later, I'll be like, well, we'll cut yeah. it out. But, but I love Dial of Paths, but I'm like, I don't know if I could do a whole, like, do that in justice because there are some, I listened to one that was, it might have been like a two-parter, like two or three hours of just like coming up with theories and then like debunking them and they were like really smart and at the end there was like i have no, no idea of. and to me i think that's what's both fascinating and kind of terrifying too because it's just like i don't know well we're to we be messing up all kinds of shit <laughs> yeah when we were talking about the zodiac um we were talking about like why we think he's famous and one of us said I think maybe me that like when it's on when a murder or like something is unsolved, you get to like imagine that it's this big thing, right? Zodiac is not solved, so we get to imagine that this is like this master people hunter mm-hmm. who's like this evil villain. And if they do catch him, it's just going to be a person. Yeah. Like, so it's it's like that weird like when you get an answer that you want, you, whatever you were imagining in the meantime is so much more fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But, that and also, I used to think, like, with missing people, when people are like, we just want to know. And I'm like, why? They could still be alive. But now I understand, like, you want to know how they died and what happened because yeah. you're, that fantastic, like, the fantastic images are yeah. going to a dark place. That's been, like, because we've been watching so much Unsolved Mysteries lately. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's stretches where, like, they're all been up, they're all updated, right? So you're like, oh, but there's been some lately with, yeah, it's, it's usually missing people or people disappeared and you're just, you know, like, Dude, I just want to know and I just, and you're like. I, I, yeah, I don't know. At what point, like, am I just morbid? Then I'm like, yeah, they're probably dead. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, what do you... <laughs> well, and it's, it's like that armchair quarterbacking, too, where it's really easy for me to be like, they're dead. But then, like, if it was, like, my sister or my mom... You also want to I You want would to have never, to You would never just shut the book and be like, yeah, yeah. they're probably dead. Yeah. Um, that's another one that I want to do is missing people because there are so many. And, like, they're also... So many bodies that never get identified. Oh, and it's yeah. like, how? It's crazy. No, I know. Yeah, up into the world, it's just... Beaky bones. <laughs> yeah. You mm-hmm. know? I mean... But, like, I think... I, what's his face? Logan Paul or whatever, that idiot. But, like, like the suicide forest. Oh, yeah, like the YouTuber really, that went there. Yeah, that are really, I mean, really fascinating because it's just, like, you're thinking about these things, like, energy and, like, that kind of stuff. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, to me, that's, it's that bridge between life life and death and, like, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Um, well, and, like, even if somehow you prove that, like, a haunted house or not like a Halloween haunted house, like right. a house that is haunted. <laughs> house experiencing. Haunted houses Hauntings. are are Another, populated yeah. by like yeah. teen, high school like drama departments. Yeah. Um, but no, like even if, to, in my mind, it's like even if you prove that like houses that are haunted or suicide force are caused by some weird air vibration or something, like that doesn't make ghosts less real to me. That seems to make them more real, mm-hmm. right? And then it, it brings up more questions like, well, why... Do they do that? And, and you know, are there things that still can't fit under that? And, and it's interesting. Yeah. Have you ever stayed in a place that is supposed to be haunted? I'm trying to think. Would you? I 
I'm torn because I feel like there's a huge, like, the a huge part of it to me is, like, and this is something that, like, the show gets into, is, like, there's this weird level of it being disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. who's, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, because she's always talking, the mediums are always talking about, like, don't stir shit up. Like, people who play with, like, Ouija boards, right, and do these kinds of things, like, that you're just... Like, why would poking you, a bear. Yeah, like, why would you provoke... Like, why would you act that and provoke something like that? So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I know, like, there's been certain areas, like... Um, so, OU, where I went to college, right? And if you look at a map, it forms this, like, pentagram <laughs> of cemeteries. Nice! And then OU in the middle, right? And, like, the campus, and so there's, like, all this... So, wait... Are you Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I don't know, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's all this speculation about like right, different things being haunted, and one of my friends stayed in a dorm that was supposedly like one of those like in a room that was supposed to have a lot of activity, and like I remember her saying that like some weird stuff, yeah, you know, had happened. Um, but the other like really fascinating part about OU too was like. Kind of right off campus is the ridges, which used to be, I mean, an insane asylum for years, mm-hmm. right? And there's all kinds of, I mean, some of it's now, like, the building has been renovated to, like, I worked in one, right? But, like, there's there's huge parts of it that are still just... Spooky. Yeah, and, like... And nothing good happened there. No, right, no. And you can go walking and see the, like, un, like just numbered graves oh. where, right, people died and... Yeah. No one cared, basically. And there's a story, and I feel like it's actually supposed to be true about a, when they were starting to, like, close it down, right? And this meant, like, people, where were these patients going to go? And during some construction, one of them ran, right? Like, ran and hid and ended up getting, like, walled in <gasps> and died and, like, you know, like, decomposing. Yeah. Um, On the floor, like, you can kind of still see where that left supposedly right so then i think about stuff like that too where it's like well i don't know it's a chicken and the egg kind of thing too i guess (laughs) like well and the thing that's always interesting to me about stories like that is that yeah they're always like oh this was so sad or so traumatic and i'm like if you had unlimited power as a ghost spirit why would you not try to get out of this horrible place right that those those stories are really scary to us like you've been to the stanley Mm -hmm. which is the shining hotel and that's supposedly haunted but Mm -hmm. it's it's i mean some of them are like dead children but some of the ghosts are like the stanley himself and his wife because they loved it there and so like why like there you'd think there were more stories like that of people who like i really liked it here so i decided to come here forever but the other story is scary. Also, there's supposed to be a ghost cat there. Really? Comanche. Oh. I learned that. Now that's, to me, that's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, we only talk about that. It's always, like, humans or, like, demon type things, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, what about animals? Does that... My like, mom... Like, are we just wading through just scores of animal people? ghosts? And, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, is that really... I mean, like, I don't know. Like, what would that actually... Like, if we want to believe, right, that that's what happens and they stay here in, like, some plane, like, mathematically, wouldn't that be... The whole surface of the... Wouldn't we be walking through a lot of people? And to me, like, that's kind of terrifying. Right. Right? Less so, like, the haunting and more just, like, 
what happened? <laughs> like, oh shit. Well, and think about like something was like ants, like the biomass of ants is so I don't even remember what it is. Like it will drown the world or I don't know, it would if they weren't underground or they, I don't know. They're, I can't remember what it actually is, but like ants, an ant, ant uprising could happen and literally smother us all. Yeah, easily, easily. But like, if you think about every ant that dies, if they become a ghost, maybe ghosts when you die you become oxygen. Oh, that's weirdly sad and nice. So, but no, that can't be because we're getting like global warming Second means ghost. less, right? Yeah. So we should be having more. Yeah. Or maybe you, like, be- I was going to say you become water, but again, then you would have more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the ghost cat at the Stanley is named Comanche, and I remember that because once I learned that, I kept saying, Comanche, attack! Like, <laughs> to try and get <laughs> the ghost here. to, yeah. like... But my mom... So I had this childhood cat that lived with my mom after, like, all the kids grew up and my parents got divorced, and my mom initially didn't want the cat, like... He was a stray that we, like, rescued from my grandma's basic farm in Idaho. And um, he was really shy as a kitten. And then he, like, really came out of his shell and became really social. And he was really fat. And then he got really trim. And he was always, like, really sleepy. And then, like, in his old age, he became very kitten-like. So he he had a lot of lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he died, after he died, uh, my mom said, well... Before he died and he lived with just her, he would, like, come up in the middle of the night and, like, headbutt her to get attention when she was sleeping. And since he died, she says that every once in a while she can, like, feel him jump on the bed and, like, a headbutt will wake her up. So she thinks that ghost cat Malcolm is coming to visit her. Like, I don't know, it's nice. And, like, I feel like it's interesting regardless because, okay, if if that doesn't exist... Right, like psychologically, we're capable of some like really cool things yeah. and terrifying things. Like honestly, I'm not sure what is to me is scarier if things like this really like exist and are real, right? Or, or our if brains, they don't at all, right? Our yeah. brains are literally capable of right, like creating that to such a level because it's just like. Are we all one step away from, like, insanity then? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Yeah. What are we capable of then? Well, um, and the thing that's interesting to me, I like to ask people if they believe in ghosts because it's one of those questions where, like, whatever they say isn't as interesting as how they arrived at that and mm-hmm. how they justify it. And, like, the thinking... And I never have gotten really the same answer. Mm-hmm. And, um, like... I, the thing that's interesting to me is I've had a couple of people who are like, I have never seen like a ghost or a story or or anything that makes me believe that they're real, but I really want to. And yeah. that's such an interesting answer to me because like you don't hear people who are skeptical about God have that same wish. Yeah. They're just like, no, I don't think so, right? Yeah. But that idea that they don't believe it but they their body like something in them wants yeah. to. I think it like what will will trip me up when I think about it is like actually thinking back to like animals because it's like I don't know what it is about like eventually feeling like you can accept the loss of a person, but there's something about 
like like a pet or companion that like I want to be able to see them again right and it was like the whole rainbow bridge right and, mm-hmm. and so but for me it's like if I'm gonna believe that and buy into that I have to then entertain other ideas and buy into yeah. right these other things and then like I don't know I think it just starts crossing lines with yeah like religion and science and psychology and I mean I don't know yeah. Well, and it, I think there's a lot we just don't know and can't know. Maybe we shouldn't know, but yeah. Like, I, I think the thing that's terrifying to me about ghosts and like what you're saying of like a pet is like one of the things that is hard about a pet dying is that they like when you're with a pet, you can like feel yourself communicating with that pet and like communicating that you care about them and they care about you but like but it's still kind of a one-sided yeah there's never closure although i mean some human deaths too if it's like a car accident sure there's not closure but But like a pet is not going to tell you like i'm fine i'm going i'm ready to go i'm ready this is the right choice i love you yeah Yeah. or like i'm i don't want to go or i do or i understand or you can't even know if they understand what's happening to them and how they feel and and yet we're supposed to care for them and that we can't care for them in that way, I think, does make that really awful. Yeah. You do want to see them again to have that moment of, yeah. like, I hope you understand yeah. this. Because um, I think, I mean, in a lot of ways, yeah, their life is in your hands very differently than other human lives usually are. Or, I mean, at least most states, right, don't give you <laughs> that sure. kind of option, right, to help make that well, and you, you think know, about, like, choice. a child, and that's, I mean, there are lots of reasons why the def- death of a child is tragic and sad, but, like, that's part of it, right? That children can't conceive of all yeah. the things, and they can't, like, yep. you know, if you're 13, you hate your parents so mad, so much, and if you die at that moment, you never get to have that moment where you put it in context, right. you know, right? Um so that's there was something else yeah and that's also interesting too like it gets at this idea of like um people have like living wills or like end of life directives that are becoming more popular like because it is that idea of like oh you know my mom is has late stage alzheimer's and dementia she doesn't know what's Mm -hmm. around her anymore like Mm -hmm. would she want to stay in this state would she want to leave like you don't have that reconciliation and like to me that's a whole nother one too because like that terrifies me mm-hmm. to my core and it's like one of the reasons like i kind of it's, i half jokingly be like i hope i just die when i'm like 60 because like it goes two ways right like it's once the like my i don't I, we think maybe it was ms and just it was before people talk, i mean like knew, you knew what knew, that was yeah. and like what to do but like we're pretty sure her mind was always like there. intact and clear but her entire body stopped around that essentially like she couldn't talk i mean like trapping mm-hmm. her so like if her mind was in place you're are you screaming she was, in there? right yeah so it's like that is terrifying to mm-hmm. me right is that actually more terrifying than than the mind going by right, the body i don't know like, like yeah. i mean like i think that that's terrifying yeah right because in well, and that sounds like Huntington's. I think Huntington's is yeah. like that too. Your yeah, body exactly. like locks I mean, up, and God, you know. The other thing that makes you think about too, like people who are in a coma, right? And there's mm-hmm. like, are they like 
how aware are they or are they not? And like, I don't, I don't know. Like I just, well, that, that gets back to the idea of ghosts, right? It is. It's all connected because then it's like, because your ghost uh, would be the part that like, are you just your brain and the electrical impulses? The ghost would be like, nope, you're, you carry the ghost inside your meat and then you die and it escapes right is that how that is that how you become a ghost but isn't that interesting because it's like what is it that i mean that gets it some of the religious i might even religious, yeah like this question that's of like, your soul is soul, the ghost. right so it's like but what do we actually mean by that like is that like i i can't just buy the like well it's just your essence like what the hell does that mean like <laughs> i like is my essence like, coming out when i fart right too? seriously like well some days my essence is just everywhere right but like <laughs> My DNA. What is, like, then what is that? Like, what actually makes us human? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think to me that's the the piece is terrifying because when, don't you have to be able to figure that out to know but, yeah. the other side of it? And or so to then, know like, what, are, what you are? What are demons? And these, like, all these other things that people see, right? Like, yeah. what what does that mean? If they are real in and of themselves, yeah. what does that mean existing do you like, beforehand? Do you like how a while ago I called your body your meat? Like, you carry your ghost inside your meat? I mean, it works for me. <laughs> you are meat, It's a I little guess. bit like the beef, B-E-A-F spelling. <laughs> yeah. but, um, vegan beef? Vegan beef. But, um... You that, are yeah. we, though? Are we just, like, seriously, like, a meat sack? Well, in your We're essence, shambling around, like, and then your essence is like that. Sh- is it the ship of Theseus or Perseus? It's got to be Theseus, but it's like a philosophical example or question of like this story of from ancient Greece, allegedly. I don't know, but it's like this ship, and they're going on this long journey, and as they go on the journey, parts of the boat fall off. So like, oh, the mast, we got to get a new mast. Oh, that piece of wood, yeah. popped off. Pop a new one back in. And so by the end of the journey, there's no single part of that ship that... Originally. Originally. So is that the same ship or not, right? And so if you have a ghost, does the ghost remain constant in you? And is that what's actually the human part of you? You Yeah. Or is it like something that becomes... does Does the ghost become A to Z and then it's like... Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I think it's interesting too. Like I think you know, religions and philosophies that like with reincarnation, like there's something very fascinating and also terrifying about that too. Because it's like, yeah, it, it could because to me it gets back to the question is like then what are you? Because mm-hmm. are you saying that then like something shuts down? Like my heart and brain, but then like something else. It's just transplanted. It's me. Is it actually me again in the different meat sack? (laughs) Right. I mean, like, yeah. How do you like what it? Like, I don't know. Those kinds of existential questions where I'm just like, oh god, like, yeah, nothing matters. Um, Well, and the other thing that's really weird about it, like bringing up Buddhism, is like people who really strongly do or don't believe in ghosts it is just it's almost religion where like you can't argue it in or out and like when my grandma died like she was the first person I was really close to who died and I remember just this overwhelming grief that my grandma wasn't there but like also this really strong like 
equally strong conviction that I would see her again, mm-hmm. which was so weird because I wasn't raised, raised religious at all. And like, I don't necessarily believe in like an afterlife or reincarnation, but it was like, so this, those two feelings kind of were simultaneously and totally unbidden. Like, I don't know where they came from. I didn't think them. They were like just these instant feelings. And that second one, the idea of like that conviction that I'm going to see this person again, but they're not going to be my grandma was such a weird... Yeah, it's a weird thing to sit with. And it's still, I think about that a lot where I'm like... And like you said, okay, so maybe this is that my my ghost meat my ghost that's sleeping within me got like came through and showed the meat like a a glimpse of reincarnation (laughs) or my brain like had some weird thing tucked away and was like in your grief you're not gonna grasp all this but i'll just grab the part that you need and that's what i wonder a lot too is like all the the i think there's clearly like the a big religious component to that whether you practice or don't right Mm -hmm. it's it's in it's it's culturally there and i also wonder is like another part of it like i think about like with animals like i can't handle like it's i it's it's internally i'm trying to protect myself yeah because the other outcome right the thought of it's just being nothing after you die is also really terrifying right yeah and then i think that gets really interesting too like thinking about now talking about the illness like we were talking about earlier right Mm -hmm. but like you know, what I'm in, those major kind of depressive modes and having these, like, suicidal ideations, and it's, like, how welcoming yeah, that thought is, right? Like, and, like, do people who are suicidal or wanting to commit suicide, like, I want to know, like, what's their hope? Or, like, I hope when I'm in that mindset that it, there's nothing. Like, it's just done. Yeah. I don't want there to be any other, like... It's a movie that I want, and I want it turned off, right? But, mm-hmm. like, are other people hoping for... A do-over. A do-over, and yeah. like, right, or something. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think that's really... Yeah. It's, terrifying, <laughs> too, because it's just, like... Yeah. Shit. Well, it's interesting to me because so many people... Like, I think about afterlife a lot, and I think part of why I think about that, and I'm... I know that there's such a huge fear around death, but I'm not afraid of it at all. And, like, I don't want to die, but, like, I mean, I don't really care that it's going to happen someday. Like, I hope I'm old, but, like, even if... And so, to me, I'm like, I guess an afterlife would be cool, but, like, if the only thing that happens is that I cease to have consciousness and then my body, like, gets turned into plants, that's pretty cool, too. Like. I still get to be this carbon with all the other carbons of people that I love. And, like, yeah, like you said, like, and I think, too, a lot of this, I'm not a very good sleeper. Like, I have a lot of trouble sleeping. I wake up a lot. But so to me, and I have weird dreams. We talked about dreams in the last podcast. (laughs) But so to me, the like, death is just, like, asleep without any interruptions, right? You're just gone. You don't know. You don't care. Like, But I think that's what's interesting, right? Like, is that... cool. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that, right? Because it's like, is what makes sleep sleep because we aren't dead, though? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think so about, yeah, and to me, like, what what do, what happens then? Yeah. And I'm obsessed with sleep because, like, people who don't sleep well are just like, you love it. And so, yeah, so if I sleep all through the night and not wake up, I'm like, 
that's the closest I'll get to death as an alive person. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's so good. Um, I don't, I feel like I was going to say something else. Now I can't remember. Ghost, death. Consciousness. Meat, 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 meat. Oh, meat socks or something else. Threats around. Meat socks. I said meat, meat socks. socks. I was like, no, no, no. I meat socks. Sometimes, well, that sometimes meat socks, but not right now. <sighs> um, ghosts. Well, yeah, and like you said, there's a big religious component. Oh, now I remember what I was gonna say. Um, Neil Gaiman is really you, you know yeah. him. He have you heard the Sandman? Yes. I love so yeah these comics that he's really famous for and he has this little bit where hell uh, hell is happening but it's like all the people like put themselves there so like if you feel like you have to be punished for this thing you will be right if you believe that this is how hell works and that's how it will work for you so it's the idea that we create our own chains and I like that idea that like maybe you die and then you get to pick so maybe that's why we aren't constantly surrounded by ghosts is that most people don't want to be ghosts yeah and they get reincarnated or they just go black so maybe you get to pick makes i kind of like i feel like that's the most satisfying yeah i like that idea is like so then your final act of agency you know Uh uh-huh because like we don't get to pick to be alive i think about that all the time like i did not ask and there's sometimes that I'm super glad that I am. Yeah. But like, honestly, most of the time it's just kind of like, I didn't, ugh. Well, and, well, you know, like, I don't think I would have been in line to be like, yes, please, put me into a, I'm a body super to shoot into me this. out of the birth canal. You know what I mean? And it's just like, what do we, what do you do with that then? Um, I always, I, hilariously, I think about, I describe my body as just giving up, like, I have really thin hair and it stops like it won't grow like to my butt because it'll just give up <laughs> and like I don't get a lot of pimples but I'll get like the beginning and then they're just like oh, it's, it's too, too much, much work. work like everything and I like everything that a body is supposed to do it'll start and they'll just be like oh. like I burn and then like sometimes I feel and sometimes I and I legitimately think it's like oh, it's too That's much a lot work, of work to shed yeah. the skin yeah, let's meat, just your, give up your meat casing. <laughs> my meat casing, yeah. <laughs> my damaged meat casing. Like, everything, it's just like, uh, I had a tooth that just died. Like, it wasn't a cavity. There wasn't anything wrong <laughs> with it. <laughs> yeah, it just gave up. I had to have a root canal, and I was so bitter and angry about it. My dentist is like, sometimes this just happens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Okay. Good to know, I guess. Like, my body, all my cells are like, well, we were going to do something, and then we just took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your body just gets a C. Like, it tried. It tried. It performed average. And it, it can't even sleep. Like, it's like, we were going to sleep, but then we thought we'd do something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to replay memories from, four, you know, 14 years ago, the time you misspoke about something. Yeah, or like, Ugh. right before I go to sleep, I have a couple ideas about some project I'm working on. And I'm like, those are cool. And uh, like, I'll write them down or email them to myself or something. And and then my brain's like, let's stay awake and talk about our brilliance or yeah. our terribleness. And I'm like, let's not. Like, yeah. I got the Sally and ideas down. Yeah. Why are you it's just, let's just. But like, I think, I mean, like, 
it's like children with too much sugar. with sleep connecting to all this too, right? And right. there's like sleep studies where they would be, keep people awake and just like... They go crazy. Right. Like, I mean... Yeah. Is that the only thing truly keeping us tethered to like... Right. One or, sense of consciousness or another? Like, Yeah. Or like, what is... There's some... I'm going to butcher this, but there's some Native American idea about sleep that like your soul goes walking or something... Oh. And then your body stays there, and so your ghost goes somewhere else. Your meat still. Your meat remains still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. And then also, like, we're talking about all these different things that ghosts could be, and if we're saying, like, you get to choose after you die, maybe ghosts, maybe ghosts aren't one thing, right? Maybe yeah. it's lots of things. Yeah. <sighs> I find that comforting. Yeah. Just, I mean, honestly, I don't think I'd ever, I've never thought about there being choice. Like, there there being a possibility of there being choice, right? Because, like, yeah. religion doesn't teach you. At least, no, like, the very... religion that I grew up with does not teach you. Like, it's not your choice. Yeah. It will be chosen for you. So, if you believe in that, I feel like it's kind of a crapshoot, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I also like the idea of a choice that's, like, unfettered by your... Your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you're not worried about, yeah. like, finances or time or people around you. Like, it's just a really pure choice in that you, there's no other factors. Yeah. Which is so interesting to me. Like, how could you even make a choice? Yeah. Because um, we don't ever... You can't that ever doesn't have... e- That condition doesn't exist. Not yeah. when you're born, not when you're... Because either doing this, anything, yeah, either the stakes are too low or too high. Yeah, so it's interesting. Um, this uh, this has been a very bizarrely comforting. It did kind of end in a like an upbeat. An, an it upbeat, often does. I will say I have one more terrifying bit because oh. we were talking about like demons and sleep. Yes, and please, yes. Do you ever experience sleep paralysis? Yes, but I've never had it where I see or sense that there's. I just get it where I can't move and I'm awake. And when it would first happen, it was like terrifying mm-hmm. and it wasn't with that added part of feeling like there was like somebody sitting a on demon, me or like right yeah. um but i've learned now like how to get out of it s- well just or get myself up. to sleep again yeah. until i can but i can't imagine having the other piece to it yeah because it, it's terrifying on its own well and this is what i think is really terrifying so yes all of that is terrifying and then science can tell you what's going on like you're your brain wakes up, but your body isn't, and they're not communicating or something. Um, but this is what I think is truly terrifying about sleep paralysis. It moves into like the realm of weirdness. Is that I've read a lot of like comments and people talking about it, and what they describe if they see like a creature, it's almost always the same. Yeah, and that's what's weird. That's what's scary to me yeah. is that. There's no reason why every person should hallucinate the same yep. scary thing. And I, I mean, right, so it comes... Yeah, I mean, that starts to make you question a lot of stuff. It's like, has that just become stand-in? And so you you think that's what you're supposed to see, and so you're seeing... I mean, like, has this become, like, a cultural consciousness thing? Mm-hmm. Or, like... How does every person right? who hallucinates because then it hallucinate means It could mean way. a couple of things. It could either mean, like, we're all actually the same... Yeah, the thoughts, oh. right? Like, so that's kind of creepy. That or or it means something else is at, at play here, yeah. right? Some Beyond what our my consciousness and mind is capable of. But uh, there's a cat here. Does the cat have anything to add? 
Paisley, uh, we're talking about demons, and I feel like you might have some things to say about that. She said she's her. trying to suck my soul out of my <laughs> meat sack. <laughs> uh, just like a sleeping baby. Oh yes. yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, for speaking for rambling for forever. I feel like that wasn't even like a scary, really that scary of a thing. It was like existentially terrifying. Those are things that scare me the most, honestly. It is like, scary. Uh, that in space. I always get freaked out about space. Yeah, we should probably have one about that. I know a lot of people get freaked out by space. Not the alien stuff. Like, just the, vastness. the sheer vastness of it. I start to, like, my I can't breathe after a while when I think about it too much. One of my good friends said one time when she was a little kid, she was, like, watching TV, and she started thinking about how big space was, and she started crying. Yeah, no, like, 100%. And her, I... her dad or whoever was like, what's wrong? And she's like, space is so big. And they were like, shut up. Like, but it's <laughs> True, it's true, like, but it's just funny to think of a little kid having a meltdown about that. But like, this idea of, like, infinite. I mean, like, it's just terrifying, honestly. Well, I think what's terrifying, like, a very similar of, like, the, the knowledge is ubiquitous around you all the time, and it's kind of funny and stupid that it's scary. But another one for that is, like, I can never know what it's like to be another person. <laughs> like, yeah. that really fucked yeah. my head up like and I I always think about it this way like I'm a I have a vagina I'm a lady but I can never know what a penis is like like yeah. what it's I mean I can know that but I can't I, know <laughs> I can't as, know as attached to your meat yeah what sack. it is like to have yeah. a penis attached yeah. to have a meat sock a attached meat sock. to my yeah. meat sack and I'm like I can imagine it I can study it I could ask people who have the penis parts and I can never know. And that just... You can never escape your own mind. And that's terrifying. Right. Because yeah. that's very frightening and isolating mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, so don't feel bad that this was wide-ranging. I feel like that often happens. And we also... We always have a part where we talk about, like, why it's terrifying. Yeah. So... Sweet, thank really you. Crazy. I was trying to communicate by shoving headphones to us. Oh my god. She's like, I have a great ghost story. Listen to me. She <laughs> turns into a demon. I am a demon. And then when they play back this recording, it's just static. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish she would just meow at us. All Things Terror is researched, recorded, and produced by two amateurs, Jennifer and Emily. Music sample by Cosimo Fogg. Our sound editor is usually Clint, but Emily did this one. Don't worry, he'll be back soon. We are most available on Instagram at All Things Terror Podcast, but also on Twitter and Gmail at All Things Terror. Come talk to us on those platforms. Tell us what you like, uh, give us some recommendations, share your own scary tale. One of my goals for season two, by the way, is to stop saying see you next time because we don't see each other, do we? So goodbye forever.